Hey, and welcome to another episode of Dan and the Creators. Today, our special creator uh, guest is none other than the lovely Nia Hendricks. Nia is a artist and songwriter based out of Nashville, Tennessee. She has recently released a single called Tightrope. It is, as the youngins are calling it, a bop. And she <laughs> has some new music or a new single coming out April 10th. But anyways, that aside, most importantly, please welcome my friend Nia. What's up, dude? What's up? Thanks for having me. Dude, my pleasure. So, in uh, in no time, you're going to be really famous. Be sure to not forget about me and this interview you did. Come so. on, man. <laughs> no way anyway. I can forget after a photo like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is going through the process of seeing which picture you like. And there's a normal picture that we were <laughs> laughing about would basically be like, oh, this is great. This would work for your your ID at a, at a job or something. Or you would put this on your driver's license. And then there's a picture that you'd send to your friends in a text thread that you took while you were pooping <laughs> or something. And you're like, no, that's my favorite one. <laughs> that's the one. Because you're all my friends now, you know? That's, dude, I dig. Or at least your mom who's listening is my friend. Dude, hi, mom. My my <laughs> one my one true listener. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Our one true listener. Yeah, I'm <laughs> part of it now. Let's go. <laughs> but anyways, what's we call it? We were talking about oh, what were we talking about? I forget. I was nervous. Oh, dude. Yeah, and there's no reason to be nervous. We're just chilling. You know when like you are recording or playing around and you're singing something and it sounds great and then when you like hit record all of a sudden you you don't know how to sing you can't play like you've, you've never played in your life that's how it feels right now it's like once you hit record it's like wait what how do I speak what is English dude it's so funny I mean I, I do I do feel that all the time and I still feel that with recording sometimes more so when I'm by myself like I don't know how it is because you make a lot of demos by yourself right yeah, I do. Yeah. It's like, so like, let's say you're playing like a pass on keys and it's not even like, I'm not a piano player, like just something chill, but mm -hmm. just for some reason I'm like vibing like so hard, like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me record that. And then I could play it. It's just like, derp. Yeah. What keys this in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally, I, I totally get that. I'm, I'm like, I'm not really a musician, so for me, anytime I hit record when I'm trying to like dork around on my MIDI keyboard, it's like this will not go well. <laughs> well, so, what would you con what would you consider yourself first then, if you're not a musician? I mean, I guess I am, but I'm not a proper musician. You know what I mean? Like, sure, yeah. I know like cowboy chords on a guitar. I can I can play you some, you know, some worship chords on the piano. I can hold down a pad you're hired um, yeah thank you starting salary um, 100 grand oh wait you're a girl let's change oh, that. And oh, oh out of church <laughs> nah, bro. Damn. yeah so i don't know I, i'm like some kind of a musician but i'm not like a proper musician sure sure um i started out singing when i was like three and oh, then wow. just always loved to sing when sing to the radio and stuff so i never had like formal training mm -hmm. um 
So I kind of mostly think of myself more as a songwriter because that's what I feel like is comes more naturally to my wheelhouse. Than yeah. Yeah. What I've spent the most time working on. So yeah, when it, when it's like time to make demos, I'm like, you know, I'm spending like 20 hours on a three minute song that would take most people who are like proper musicians, like two i don't know i don't know about all that and for whatever it's worth too like not you know not to hop on the self-deprecation train but the reality is is that's the same for all of us right maybe maybe that is not like your strongest strength but yeah good luck hearing me write a song that (laughs) forever because that's not like the first thing i lean into you know it's true i mean the thing that's cool is it's made me have to like reach out for help and I think sometimes that kid, I feel like insecure about that. I'm a two on the Enneagram. I don't know if you're into the Enneagram, but like twos are like, we don't want people to know that we have needs, basically. <laughs> it's not healthy. Um, <laughs> and so the the cool thing is, is like, then I've got to create relationships um, and make stuff with people. Whereas if I could just do it all by myself, I probably would try to do it all by myself. So, yeah. Well, I mean, geez, good on you for realizing that about yourself and then doing something about it. Right. Because it's not even like there's a right or wrong way. You could live the rest of your life and just being like, well, I know this about myself, but I don't need anyone still. Cool. (laughs) But instead to say like, no, man, like I could use some help or this is better when I collaborate or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel that I, yes, it really is. It is. It's way more fun. Do do you, um, so you've been in Nashville for a little while now, right? Uh, Let's see. We moved here in August. So, uh, eight months, seven months. Okay. Yeah. You're still like just under a year or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, do you feel like you've, you've found any sort of rhythm within like the songwriting community or even like the, the, the lane of the songwriting community that you'd want to find here? Yeah, honestly, I'm like still getting to know, uh, people like when we moved here, Mm -hmm. I like started a full-time job right away. That's like not to do with music at all. And it's great. Like, it's a great situation. And, you know, I'm taking care of my family. I'm married and I got a kid. And I'm like our, I'm the breadwinner. So, you know, come on. Girl better work. Um, I got a sugar mom. So, (laughs) I like, I haven't had much time to really get to know people. So, it's been, it's been slow. There's been a couple people here and there who have reached out that are in like similar uh I don't want to say stage but I guess kind of like stage of artistry where they're just getting started and um you know just want to like share their stuff or get get feedback and stuff like that um but I'm hoping to because I really love the process of songwriting and co-writing um so I would love to like do more of that and kind of meet people who are in that like indie pop sound and just like make some yeah. stuff so i mean and and you will too like for whatever it's worth the first year so nat natalie has lived in different countries she's moved different states many times and 
we after we got married the only time i'd done a major move was from south florida to Mm. here which was like i don't know if that's the same for you in regards to like a major move but there was a lot of first for me here and what we're talking about now was a big one of just like man i'm like six months into this or four months into this and every time i leave my fucking house i get lost (laughs) you know it doesn't help that there's like no road structure here like Fort Lauderdale is like a grid like you can find your way anywhere here it's like you get on the wrong road and you're like 30 miles in the backwoods or something so yeah dude and there's people with like no eyes ready to saw you in half <laughs> or whatever oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, I mean yo that's how I feel sometimes bro it, it gets dark out here <laughs> I I I feel that like I lived in South Florida I, that's where I'm like born and raised whole life and uh pretty shortly after I got married in 2015 we moved to Chicago and we were there for a year and it was like a total shock to me like I just had never had that experience of being like the new kid you know Mm -hmm. um even like in the workplace like I just like I knew everybody and was pretty connected and um so like starting a new job moving to a new place like it's hard to make friends only because it just takes time you know what I mean and investment and yes um, yeah, and 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 it's just you don't realize how hard it is when you've been in the same place. So yeah. I feel I feel pretty like good. Like I feel like it was the right move, and I think this is a cool city. Like people just seem like pretty open, and for the most part, like genuinely want to get to know you. And um, so it's been great. Like I I feel I feel like it was the right thing. I don't know. Like it wasn't like a big thought out thing it was just like we were in south florida and i'd been writing songs for like two years just kind of like storing them up in my google drive and i was just like i love to do this like i kind of just want to be where other people are that love to do this like we should just move (laughs) and so we were like yeah why not let's go and here we are dude that's awesome i mean you don't because you don't have family here, right yeah it's just us man same same boat i feel it i but good on you for making that move man like di- different different uh conditions but a very similar scenario for us i mean just not even to make this about me but more to just empathize in regards to like i don't know man like it's a good move to make especially when you have like such a healthy expectation of like you came here you got like a normal thing you're still and you're still understanding that it just takes time it's just the most bizarre thing because when i moved here i didn't understand Mm. that i i knew in my head oh this takes time but the the fruition of this takes time didn't really really settle in till i was like two years deep and realized i still don't really have like real like real Mm. friends you know i know a ton of people blah 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 (laughs) but like really like the first year it still didn't feel like we had made a life here everything was like trying to replace the things we like was that do you find yourself like you went to a breakfast spot on saturday so you're trying to find your breakfast spot here (laughs) for saturday like do you have that i i definitely like have moments where i wish it felt more familiar you know like Mm. 
that sense of like, oh yeah, I know, I know where things are. I know where, where, where I belong. Like I, I do, I do wish that sometimes things felt more familiar and like there was just more like uh, routines and hangs with friends and stuff that we did. Um, But honestly, man, like I feel like I'm coming out of a season of my life where I was just like, not, not in a healthy place. So like, it felt like, like, honestly, it felt like a better situation. Like, even though we know less Hmm. people, like I'm just coming out of like an unhealthy place in my life where I was just like isolated and um, yeah. So I just feel like because I've been like becoming a healthier person, it's making the, the transition not as hard, you know, because I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I feel like I'm rambling. I'm nervous. No. Why? No way. This is awesome. Getting to know (laughs) you, man. This is like, so let me ask you something on, on the heels of, so you were around more familiar environment, your people per se, right? But you felt like you were in an unhealthy place and now you're in a more healthy place, even though you have less familiarity, you would say Mm -hmm. that's correct. Do you, how do you feel like your art writing uh, songs, what have you, inspiration, how has that been like affected? Good, bad, more, less? I mean, I don't know, just what open question, whatever. Well, that's, that is a good question. I feel like it's the writing that has actually brought me to that place of, of healing. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So, like, I don't know, two years ago, I had like a brand new baby who's a surprise whom I love and I'm so happy to have but when you're surprised with a baby it's like ah I wasn't expecting this <laughs> ah, you know and I'm only like 24 so I consider that pretty young um yeah. had a brand new baby like was really struggling with postpartum dis- depression um I was working full time from home um like my marriage just like wasn't in a good place um, I used to like be a part of, uh, I, like I, the community I used to be a part of, I just like, didn't really fit anymore. Um, and so that mm-hmm. felt like I was just like living mm-hmm. an old life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like it yeah. was time to move on, but I was still there. Um, and so mm-hmm. the only kind of like my whole life, like I've always just like loved to sing. So I would turn to like singing and music. Um, to just kind of like, I don't know, get me through. I sound like such an emo kid, which I totally was in high school, like listening to like Under Oath and like very emotional punk rock. So my roots are coming through. But <laughs> yeah, I just kind of like turned to music. It was always like a grounding thing for me. Um, I used to be a worship leader. So it's just like a very, it's like spiritual for me. And so um I kind of just like one day realized like I love music. I'm not making music. I'm not writing. I'm not singing. Like, what am I doing? Like, if I want to make music, Mm. I just need to make music, you know, like, I don't know. I just need to do what I enjoy and just see what happens. Like I can't change all of my circumstances all at once, but I can sit down on my laptop and pull up my voice memos and sing a little melody and see if I can finish a song. So 
that was kind of my mindset. And from there, I would just do it every day because it was like the thing that kept me going, you know? And over Mm. time, I don't know, I just like felt like I was coming alive again. Like, I felt like I could, I just had hope. Like, I was just like, wow, like, uh, you know, a year went by and I had like 20 songs in my backlog then like four of them were good and I was pumped you know like I'm like I used to like yeah take me like a year to finish a song and I've got like 20 this is awesome so that is um, cool yeah 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 and so I just like kept writing and and it was really an opportunity too for me to just process like stuff going on in my life and and in a healthy way like be honest and um so I yeah I don't know I feel like it got me here in a way like to not that I'm like, I've arrived God. No, (laughs) but just like where at least I'm way more open, you know, than I was before. And um, I have hope and it's just been such a a better headspace for me than it was. Um, So I'm, I'm, yeah, I feel like my writing is really kind of been like the vehicle for that healing. So uh, I, I'm formulating this question as I talk, but there's something that you kind of touched on that that really resonated with me when you referred to like how songwriting helped mm. you heal. And there was like an element of you were kind of saying like you can you can say things that you can't mm-hmm. really say. Is do you feel like um, a lot of your healing came from that, like almost saying things that you didn't want to say or couldn't say or didn't feel safe to say but for some reason yeah. in a song, man, man so- what that's like the best thing about music right like it's so disarming it really is so mm. disarming like that's why it's like the best part of any church service like all cultures have music it's like so disarming and so like it connects people you know and so definitely for me like i started to I created like my own little space uh, in my universe where I could just like totally feel like whatever I needed to feel because it was like it was just I was making art you know what I mean and so I just kind of gave myself that permission so yeah I I, um just like some bad shit was going down with my parents um over the last two years Mm. um they just recently got divorced and it's just like really messy and tough um I love them both so much but you know I'm not gonna lie and be like that was awesome um you know it it was hard Mm -hmm. and and one of the songs that I wrote that I'll be putting out this year is like it was so cathartic for me it was like yes like that's what I'm feeling and the other thing that's so cool about music is like it's not always verbal you know like sometimes just like the right note over the right chord like open unlock something in your heart and you're just like crying i'm getting all like weird i'm sorry but yeah what no <laughs> yeah, no way i i, I no like i think you're right i resonate with that it too. definitely um i feel like it helps us like communicate in ways that we can't you know otherwise yeah it's almost like it's important for people like like uh it's important that when you're writing and you're creating, especially for someone like yourself, when you feel that unlocking moment, I think culture and society, 
I think we need that because music gives us the permission to feel mm, those things yeah. too. You know, like in a fun way, like, dude, you hear the right song and next you're thing you pumped. know, you're smashing your yes. head through the drywall, you know, like, you're just like, yeah, okay. you can do anything. I was literally and then you jogging hear today the ri- and I can't run to save my life, but I'm like, I'm going to jog because <laughs> the sun's out. And I was like, you know, I put on my headphones and what do I put on? I put on Never Really Over by Katy Perry and I'm like, I'm going to smash this. 20 minute jog like <laughs> i owned it and i'm going like so yeah. slow but totally it like changed the whole scene dude you're wonder woman with yeah, the right definitely. song right i feel it and in like in the same way too it's almost like i've seen like the soundtrack in a movie in this moment and then all of a sudden all these little mm. stars align that just like turns the key that unlocks just an ocean of mm-hmm. feeling you know it's it's important that that you when you as a creative when you feel that you release that and then if you feel safe yeah. enough to share it people get to experience that because i think that's a part of music that so many people sleep on there's just so much music and it's so easily to yeah. like not connect with an artist or not connect with a song because of you know it just a gam- a full gamut of reasons or whatever but the reality is, is like making something that that matters. That's the consequence mm-hmm. of that unlocking is like it's going to resonate with people and it's worth it for the people who it right, resonates yeah. with, you know? Yeah, I definitely think it's special, you know, and, and not everything that you make is going to be this like profound or, you know, like smash thing or whatever. To, you know, yeah, totally. and that, it just is what it is. It's like, yeah. Uh, but I'm trying, I'm learning to appreciate just like doing it. Like, it's just, even that is like enough, you mm. know, like just like making shit music is enough. <laughs> Some days it's like, yes, I just made the worst song, but I did it, you know? Yeah. So what, what has, as you've grown as a writer, is as your uh, mini <laughs> chops have uh, grown, or when we say, uh, if you're listening for those who are listening, when we when we refer to chops, we refer to like your actual ability to play. <laughs> um, but anyways, in regards to like your your chops or whatever, how do you feel that has uh, affected and helped your or changed your writing process? So, I, I like I was hating on myself earlier for not being a proper musician I I have like a weird writing method I don't know if that's what you can even call it but um I usually just start out acapella and like sing and hear chords in my head or like a vibe in my head Mm -hmm. and will like write a whole song acapella and then go back and like put like chords or beats or whatever underneath underneath that and kind of just like see where it goes it's like this weird backwards i felt encouraged i was reading something about stevie nicks and how she actually writes like that so i was like so i'm not a total freak i was like yes where she like starts off writing poetry and then takes her poetry turns it Mm. into lyrics and then adds chords so anyway i feel validated by stevie nicks no, that's, so that's awesome. typically yeah. my 
my method. So I think it's because I'm so limited. Like, I'm just like, I, I will get frustrated if like, I can't make what I'm hearing in my head, you know, because I just don't have the skills. Like, yeah. it's not like hating. It's just like the truth. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know how to do this. So, <laughs> so I usually will just, yeah, like, I'll, I'll do what I can, like to make like a, a demo or a vibe. But honestly, like, I I would so much rather I mean I, I'm I'm trying like I'm learning I'm watching videos I'm listening to stuff and I want to get better um at producing stuff um and have hope one day who knows but I'm like I would rather just like work with people who like that's their thing and like yeah make yeah. it awesome like this is where I started now let's like make something together you know so yeah. Well, okay. So being that, see, I love that because I, I am a, was like my primary instrument is bass. And so a lot of ideas come to me thinking mm. about harmony versus melody. So I hear a melody and I think about harmonically what right. is happening underneath. It's like keys in a little bit to the way that I hear music. Tr- truth be told, everyone says the four chord and I'll oh, say six in my head or something, you know, like it's, I, I'm weird like that. But what's cool about what you're saying is, so since you do the voice first, do you like, as your chops still have grown and your voice being like the primary thing that you start with, does that ever influence like the sound or the vibe? Like you would stack vocals first before you even put something else in there? Or like... I usually start with like a beat, like drums. Like that's usually what I'll go off because just like the way I write is typically pretty rhythmic like melodies and stuff so i'll just like start Mm, to okay and i i usually have like a a groove in mind like already in my head like i'm like okay i have this idea like a lyric idea and i'm kind of imagining that it's like this like you know like funky like uh bass driven like all indie whatever rock thing like and it's like groovy and so I'll have that in my mind and like start writing with that vibe in my mind and so that's then typically I'll like add some kind of a beat afterwards and see like if it if it works and sometimes it's like yeah no that's that's not it's not coming together um you know honestly but but typically I I've got like a vibe in mind like I, I'm like I want this to be like a I'm like a massive like emotional pop ballad that's like piano driven and like Louis Capaldi style or whatever you know um, and then I'll just like have my voice memos I've got like thousands of voice memos like man that is like gold of embarrassing content gold mine <laughs> that's what your patron literally means. I can put out <laughs> albums upon albums of like embarrassing voice memos of me whispering in my phone even when I'm by myself I'm like so like I'm just like nervous about like the melody but it sucks that I'll just be like <laughs> into my phone and like I'm by myself like in a room like nobody's around to hear me it's ridiculous dude one of my favorite things that I've been doing lately is because voice memos are so embarrassing like if I get in a ride or something and if I'm really comfortable with the person i'll just which i should just do this anyway so shame on me but i'll just <laughs> blast the voice memo like i turn my my phone all the way and it's just it's always just the most horrible like or it's 
me talking about something completely different, but because yeah. I was on the highway, it labeled it as like <laughs> Southwest Eighth Street or whatever. Like I don't need my <laughs> GPS labeling my voicemail. Oh my god, dude, a trick! And then yeah, but then it's like super embarrassing, and then you embrace I mean, it because it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, I feel dude. like it's like we all can relate. All the musicians and their totally. embarrassing voice memos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, sometimes when you look over and you're driving and you see that person talking on their phone. Smash song being written, friend. (laughs) Yeah, dude, chill out with them blinkers and horn, you know? You never know. I'm making art right now, bro. (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, um, what else? Like, so obviously we're in like Mm -hmm. quarantine land or whatever. Uh, what, like, has that hindered your ability or like really bumped up your, your ability or drive or whatever to like make music or whatever? Yeah. So, um, like a couple years ago, I read this book called the war of art by Stephen Pressfield and it completely Mm. changed my life. It is a super short read and I recommend it to anybody who makes anything like, or like has any desire to do like good in the world which is most people um hmm. yeah wh- wh- war of art Pressfield. by who and oh, essentially this book um just talks about like the resistance that people who want to make stuff feel it's like this universal thing and how the only way to overcome hmm. this feeling of like oh god like I want to be an artist. Like I can't be an artist. Like what, you know, I suck or whatever. Um, is to just do the work. Like if you want to be a writer, you get up and you write every day. If you want to be a painter, you, you, you paint. Like it sounds so simple, but it was so profound for me because it was like, nobody's going to do the work for me. And like, no inspiration like comes and goes, you know what I mean? So I, yeah. when I read that, it was just like a wake up call. Like I just felt like, prior to that I had just been like moping and bitching for like ever like you know just feeling like I want to write I want to be an artist like blah 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 but not really doing a lot about it you know um and it was Mm. just like such a a kick in the pants for me and so that was when I started like and it happened to be like during this time where my life was like falling apart and all this drama and so I had lots of content to write about um (laughs) and I just like developed a habit so it's not perfect like I don't do it every day but I feel like it hasn't really affected my routine because I'm just kind of like okay it's another day like I get to make I get to write I get to make music like because I like to do it you know so um yeah I mean I do feel a little stir crazy so that isn't fun but and also, I think it's important to be, like, out having experiences with people, like, in living life. Um, I mean, you know, but also, yeah, like, this is yeah. life. This is all we have right now. So, I guess you could say I am yeah. living life. Getting so deep. Anyway, all that to say, I don't feel like it's affected my rhythm all that much. I feel like it's just been more, like, um, you know, tempting to sit on the couch and watch movies and eat Cheetos. But... Oh, all of all them the exactly snakes. i've eaten like string cheese every day for the past like six days so 
<laughs> lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, I should put string cheese down and go like, go just like work on an idea or something for even like 15 minutes. And if I do that, then I feel good. And typically, it's like once you get started, it's like two hours later, you're sucked into the vortex. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good feeling. It's almost an even better feeling when you like stick your head out of said vortex and you're like, I'm just going <laughs> to stick my head right back in this vortex. Yeah. Just get yeah. right back. What about out, you? you know? Do you feel like you've still been able to keep cranking stuff out and making stuff and have fun? Yeah. I mean, the biggest challenge really is just like, I mean, my, I, I have mm. three kids. My oldest is Dang. four. He's going to be five like pretty soon uh and just mm-hmm. entertaining mm-hmm. them is is the most yeah. difficult part of all of this i Nat, natalie works from home primarily before this she's yeah. been at home for years now That's awesome i my studio's in the house so i've worked from home for years now so this whole like quarantine thing is just like almost like a wing <laughs> of the enneagram you know it's not really like it's yeah. not that different from what the norm was. You know, it's just like, oh, tight. Well, I guess we just do a Chick-fil-A <laughs> drive through Like, you, you know, like, sorry. I mean, <laughs> no, you're good, man. But it's like, it, it's different, but it's not too different. And we're, I feel mm-hmm. grateful in that capacity. Like, I, my mind is still there. It's just the only thing that's really been difficult is like, yeah. Pax not having school. Not even the the time because like natalie is doing a ton of heavy lifting watching the kids right now because i have a a deadline that i am working on but it's just like Mm -hmm. getting the energy out you know it's just like yeah holy balls like i knew school was valuable (laughs) for many reasons but i could not i would never like sad to say i mean i must (laughs) confess i never really understood the depth of like yes energy usage you know just to be so frank it's just like how do you guys do that he like goes to sleep at a normal time now and like i'm just like anything i can do to get this kid to just shut the hell up and play legos <laughs> till like 10 no i totally get good. that so, you know like, like i my two-year-old shepherd has been in daycare like three days a week and on the days that he's in daycare he naps like it's nobody's business like but when he's home with us, he's like, yeah, what is oh, nap? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I'm getting reports from your teacher every, you know, whenever you go. And she's like, he had a great nap today. And I'm like, what are you? Are you drugging my child? Like, what are you doing? Like, please tell me <laughs> your secrets. Yeah, I mean, if you drug him, it's cool. Just what are you using? But I think it is like even just the social <laughs> interaction part. It's like. It, it does take a lot of energy and it wears yeah. them out. And I know it's, it's, that is tough. I feel you, man. I feel you. So, yeah, I mean, that would be like the only thing. I mean, I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm trying to be better about even knocking out project. Like the nice thing is, is when there's days like mm-hmm. today where it's nice out and go in the yard, they can run around. I can drink coffee while mm-hmm. they, go nuts or like Nat can chill out there with them and I can get some work done. I mean, that's great. The The worst part is truly like maybe yeah. the past week or so where it's just, it's too gross. And then like, okay, well, well, Hey, if it's raining, just like be a good dad and take your kids out and play in the rain or whatever. All right. Cool guy. Oh whoever's God. accusing me. The reality is this. 
is let's say <laughs> I live your Disney fantasy and we play in the rain. Uh, the reality is who's going to clean the entire oh, mess man. of my yard when the grass is toe up, which is not even a big deal. Who's going to clean my house when we come in and everything is just destroyed? Ain't nobody got time for that. No. I mean, I know none I of this it. stuff is really that important, but you know, it's just parenting. in the thick of it. You're just like, you're you're choosing, right? I'm choosing. Do I want to deal with the fallout of all of this, or do I mm-hmm. try something else? You know. So, but yeah, that's honestly that's that's been it. I mean, I don't know that I'd consider myself emo. I'm like a weird. My brain is wired weird, but I definitely mm-hmm. am like a deep feeler, and. um I think all the rain and what like we Nat and I have been rewatching Breaking oh, nice. Bad, so I'm having all these moments constantly. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, no, one of the greatest good. shows ever. I'll say it. Um, so that's that's been helping to find inspiration, and I mean, consequently, like I used to be a night owl. Like I used to just like on the road mm-hmm. or whatever, you just go to sleep so late. So like now that I I can't go train jujitsu, so I don't get up at five o'clock anymore. <laughs> Cause there's nowhere to go, so now I wake up nice. at like seven thirty. That extra two and a half hours Dang. means I'm up till two thirty. What? <laughs> you know why not? I can get shit done, so it feels good to like kind of back. In I my, wish like, that I was a night rhythm. owl, and it's like like I mean it's way past my bedtime right now. Yes, like I am like an eight year old really? woman, like. I'm like at eight thirty. I'm like, <laughs> I need an Advil and I need to go to bed. Like, <laughs> I wish I could be like, let's go till two a.m. Just like doing stuff. I'm hoping that like, I don't know. I'll gr- I'll grow out of the sleepy phase of my life. Well, I mean, it's it's not like you don't have your hands full. One, two. Were you ever a night I owl mean, in high school? I would like stay up and like be nerdy and like do my homework <laughs> oh my dude so no till like 11 that days. doesn't count man <laughs> so no wow all right anyway <laughs> well yo so here check this out we're about to hit like the 40 minute ish mark um i've had a great yes, time chatting it's with been you. a pleasure had some fun too yeah, man. Um, do me a favor and let's tell the people where okay, they can find Okay, so me. I am pretty much only on Instagram and you can find me at Nia Hendricks, uh, N-I-A-H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S. And uh, yeah, I post like awkward selfies and pictures of my kid and sometimes music on there. So that's where you can find me. Yeah, and if... If you haven't heard Nia's stuff, you need to check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tightrope, That's, right? Uh, it's the, name of the I last single you put, put out. That out in February of 2020. It's on Spotify and yada yada, all the all the streaming platforms and stuff. And I got uh-huh. a a new single dropping April 10th, and it's like a spring <laughs> chill <laughs> bop. So, yeah, I love it. So all you guys. All of us, everyone, <laughs> the whole world. We can spring chill yeah, bop exactly. in our bathrooms. Don't go outside. <laughs> yeah. So we can uh, socially 
distance spring bop safely. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Nia, thank you so much for uh, spending your time with me chatting and staying up really late. I appreciate it. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, dude. See ya.